Welcome to Corporate Talks Retirement, an audio podcast about investing in the stock market, financial planning, money management, and retirement planning. Each Wednesday, we help investors at all stages of life learn how to grow and preserve their money from first job through retirement. Now here's your host, Miguel Gonzalez. Good morning and welcome to Corpberg Speaks Retirement Audio Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to help you understand how COVID-19 developments can affect investment performance, recap last week on Wall Street, and understand the difference between donating to a 501c3 and a 501c4 organization. Our weekly healthy lifestyle advice is about yoga and the green living idea is to better understand what it means to become USDA certified organic. So now our first segment of of this podcast is our weekly educational update, The Race for Vaccine. A U.S. drug company recently said in its late-stage trials for its coronavirus vaccine and reported that it could have given to Americans as early as the end of the year. Great news, but it seems like every few days there's a new update on a clinical trial for COVID-19. So we took the opportunity to check out the overall status for the development of a vaccine. Much to our surprise, we learned that more than 150 vaccines are in the development across the world. Hopes are high that at least one of these vaccines can be brought to market in record time to help manage this global crisis. In the past, it has taken 10 to 15 years to develop a vaccine that's ready for the market. The vaccine for the mumps, for example, took four years in the 1960s. Along with the rapid development, there's also been some fear that the process may be moving along too quickly without the proper checks and balances. On September 8th, nine drug companies attempted to ease those concerns, releasing a letter saying that they would prioritize safety and uphold the integrity of the scientific process in their efforts to develop coronavirus vaccines. We expect that news about potential vaccines may continue to influence the financial markets. Progress on vaccines may affect the outlook for specific industries like travel and leisure. At least one airline company believes that a vaccine may be critical to the ongoing recovery of the aviation industry. Much like you, we're watching the developments and hoping for amazing news that may help bring an end to the coronavirus. If you're concerned about the coronavirus, we welcome the chance to speak with you about your finances and how this can impact it. And that is our weekly educational update. And now, this week on Wall Street. Stocks treaded water last week amid fading prospects for a stimulus bill fears of a second wave of COVID-19 cases, and increasing political and regulatory pressures on big tech companies. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 0.07%, while the S&P 500 eked out a gain of 0.19%. The NASDAQ Composite Index picked up 0.79% for the week. The MSCI EFA index, which tracks developed overseas stock markets, slid 2.08%. It was a rocky week. The stock market began the week by posting strong gains on hopes of the fiscal stimulus bill. Also, investors were optimistic that earnings season would reflect an improving picture of corporate performance. But stocks stumbled midweek on a mixed bag of early earnings results and an increase in COVID-19 cases in the U.S. and Europe. 
Disappointing news on some key COVID-19 treatment trials also weighed on the market, as did a jump on new jobless claims and a continued stalemate on a fiscal stimulus package. Stocks attempted to rally on Friday, involved by strong retail sales, but lost momentum as trading came to a close. Earnings season is kicks off. Earnings season began on an upbeat note as major banks mostly beat on revenue and profit expectations. Banks attributed the strength to the rising consumer deposits, a drop in the amount of money set aside for failing loans, and strong results from their investment banking and trading units. Airlines fared less well. Investors were disappointed with the quarterly reports, even though the average daily cash burn at these companies generally improved. Airline management uniformly accompanied their earnings announcements with warnings of continued near-term weakness due to COVID-19. This week, we do have some economic data reporting. Yesterday on Tuesday, Housing Starts reported earnings. Tomorrow, Thursday, we have jobless claims and existing home sales reporting earnings. Uh, This week, we also have companies that are reporting earnings. And uh, this past Monday, Halliburton, stock symbol HAL, reported earnings. PPG Industries, stock symbol PPG, reported earnings. And IBM, International Business Machines, uh, stock symbol IBM on Monday, reported earnings. Yesterday, Tuesday, Netflix, NFLX, stock symbol Lockheed Martin, stock symbol LMT, Procter & Gamble, stock symbol PG, SNAP, stock symbol SNAP, and Texas Instruments, stock symbol TXN, reported earnings. As you see, this is earnings season, so you will have more uh, stocks and companies reporting earnings today. Verizon reports its earnings, stock symbol VZ, Abbott Laboratories, stock symbol ABT, CXS, uh, CSX Corp. Stock symbol CSX reports earnings today. Chipotle Mexican Grill stock symbol CMG reports earnings. Tomorrow, we have AT&T stock symbol T reporting earnings. Intel stock symbol INTC reporting earnings. Coca-Cola stock symbol KO. American Airlines stock symbol AAL tomorrow reports earnings. And Southwest Airlines stock symbol LUV. Friday, we have one major company reporting earnings, and that is American Express, and that is stock symbol AXP. Companies mentioned here are for informational purposes only. It should not be considered a solicitation for the purchase or sale of the securities. Investing involves risk, and investment decisions should be based on your own goals, time horizon, and tolerance for risk. The return and principal value of investments will fluctuate as market conditions change. When sold, investments may be worth more or less than their original cost. Companies may reschedule when they report earnings without notice. And that is this week's Economic Wall Street Update. Our third segment is our weekly tax tip. Our weekly tax tip, as usual, comes from the IRS.gov website. And this week, we're talking about making donations to 501c3 organizations versus 501c4 organizations. So what's the difference between a three organization and a four organization if you're talking about 501c 
uh, organizations when making a donation. Whether you're donating to a local animal shelter, a soup kitchen, or an arts program, it feels great to give back. There are many different types of organizations to support, and we're going to take a look at two of them today. The most common two is a 501c3 organization, which are not-for-profit organizations that are dedicated to religious, charitable, or educational purposes. Donations to a 501c3 organization may be tax-deductible. These organizations may not attempt to influence legislation or participate in any campaign activity for or against political candidates as opposed to a 501c4 organization. They're social welfare groups that engage in more lobbying and advocacy. Contributions to a 501c4 organizations may not be tax deductible. It's important to know what kind of organization you're donating to if you want to know if your contributions can be tax deductible. Again, this information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax professional. And that's this week's weekly tax tip. Our fourth segment of our audio podcast for this week is Healthy Lifestyle Advice. And this week, we're talking about yoga. And not just yoga, but yoga for your stability. You don't have to pull out the yoga mat and get your designer leggings on to enjoy some of the many benefits of this relaxing practice. Even if you've never done yoga before, these poses may help you improve your balance and stability. Number one, knee to chest. Start by standing with your feet hip width apart with your hands on your hips. This is called mountain pose. Now lift your left knee to the hip height so your upper leg, your thigh is parallel to the floor. Flex your left foot and hold the pose for three deep breaths. Repeat on the other side. And that's mountain pose, knee to chest. Our third pose of yoga to help with your stability is tree pose. Start with the same mountain pose as the first movement. Now shift your weight into your left foot and allow your right knee to turn out to the side as you bring your right foot in to rest at your left ankle, shin, or thigh depending on what's comfortable. Make sure you're not putting your foot on the joint itself. And that is tree pose. And the third pose to help you uh, stay balanced is dancer pose. Start with mountain pose. Bend your right knee and slowly lift your right foot off the ground. As you do that, lift your left arm up to balance yourself. Hold for three breaths and repeat on the other side. I got this from silversneakers.com. And silversneakers.com is a website that helps uh, with stability and other senior uh, needs and staying fit. And that is our healthy lifestyle tip of the week. Our fifth segment of our audio podcast is Green Living Idea. And this one, I wanted to discuss what it means to be USDA certified organic. We all talk about eating organic, but what does it really mean to be certified USDA organic? Seems like nearly every product in the grocery store has an organic option. But what does organic really mean? Are all organic products created equal? When looking at organic produce, there is one certification that stands out above the rest, USDA organic. To get this certification, a farm or business must 
Four things, adopt organic practices that apply to soil quality, animal raising practices, pest control, and use of additives. Number two, you need to submit or they need to submit an application to the USDA. The third thing, certify an agency, then conducts an on-site review of the operation. And number four, if the applicant, meaning the farm or business, uh, complies with the USDA organic regulations, a certificate is issued. A USDA organic business may also have to reapply for their certifications to ensure that they are still adhering to organic practices. Now you know why a clamshell or organic strawberries is always more expensive. And this is this week's green living idea, and I was able to get it directly from the USDA.gov website. Um, so now you know what it means to be USDA certified organic. And the last uh, segment of our podcast is the quote of the week. And the quote of the week comes from James Clear. The quote goes, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Again, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. And that's by James Clear. Make sure to visit our website, www.corpburgretirement.com. Our site is filled with educational videos, ebooks, publications, and financial calculators designed to help you learn more about your finances. As you search our site, send us a note regarding any questions you may have about any particular investment concepts or products. We will get back to you quickly with a thoughtful answer. This is Miguel Gonzalez, Retirement Specialist and Managing Partner with Corpburg Retirement Advisors, signing off for this week's audio podcast. The opinions expressed and material provided are for general information and should not be considered a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decisions. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor. CRC conferred by the International Foundation for Retirement Education. Securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Private Advisor Group, LLC, and Corporate Retirement Advisors, Inc. are separate entities from LPL Financial. Investing involves risk including possible loss of principal.